Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. Well, this red carpet, Marvin, is the ramp up to the Rocky Awards Gala. Don't have people tell you never to try it. People don't know about you if you don't share. Don't give up means doing whatever it takes to get where you want to go. I think the 40 years of experience that I've had in this business has informed me that things generally do work out for the best. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? The more honest you are up there, the more it makes it about you. And when it's about you, nobody can steal that. Who's really gonna, you think, is gonna go somewhere? Well, you go and you help that guy achieve something, and you go with him. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis, and joining me is your co-host, Fred Keating. We are at the Banff World Media Festival, and we're standing in a very special place. Where are we, Fred? Marvin, we are right on the edge of the red carpet, and you can hear the buzz behind us of other media professionals gathering and checking their camera lenses and microphones, etc., etc. And a parade of celebrities are going to come by, and hopefully we're going to snag a couple and get some interesting tips from them about their advice to the next generation of actors, directors, and writers who are being celebrated and honored tonight at the Banff Rocky Awards. That's fantastic. Now tell our listeners a little bit more about what's going to be going on after these celebrities pass the red carpet. Well, this red carpet, Marvin, is the ramp up to the Rocky Awards Gala, where a bunch of very interesting people at the top of their game are going to present some awards to some other very interesting people who are at the level of their careers where they are being celebrated by their peers and by others in the industry. So these are all people that our listeners can learn from. You bet. In fact, we, as I say, we hope to snag them before they get uh, from the red carpet into the reception and hope that they'll share a little bit of advice with us before they get going. Fantastic. So we're going to snag each one of these people as they pass by and put together a bit of a montage of comments. Right, Fred? Absolutely. We're going to get very quick hits from a number of very terrific people. All right, Fred, here we go. First up, we've got Jerry D. from the CBC's hit comedy series, Mr. D. What advice would you have now as the star and co-creator of uh, CBC's Mr. D? What advice would you have for yourself at the age of 20? Well, don't burn bridges, but I I would give advice for life, not just TV film. This is such a difficult industry. I mean, you've got to have a backup plan. You've got to have other things. The basic principles of business skills and people skills transfer to this very well. I'd say don't burn bridges and, and keep your options open and don't get disgruntled when things don't go your way and you know get mad at a network or a producer or an actor because you'll they'll come back and they'll, it's a small community and that's probably the best thing I would have learned. Jerry, I know that you're a father. What advice would you have to young people who might want to pursue a career with their creative talents? Well, to pursue it because it is hard and most people will tell you there's no money, it's very difficult and you know I'm, I'm an example of a rare example, you know, and you see my career and you go, oh, I want to do that. Yes, but it wasn't easy, and I'm very fortunate and very lucky along the way. But there was a lot of behind-the-scenes hard work, and I think creative stuff is not always a moneymaker for maybe forever. Artists, dancers, 
Anything that involves that, you know, comedy, it's tough. It's it's really tough to break out of the pack. And if you do, it can be very lucrative, but it's getting to that point. But don't have people tell you never to try it. I'm so glad I got on stage one night out of a just thinking I could try stand-up. Otherwise, I'd never have done it. So, and I remember my dad saying, you know, there's a lot of things I wish I had tried that I didn't. And that was when I said, that's a good one little comment to make me never want to look back and go, God, I wonder if I could have done So you never want to wonder what could have been. So try it and you're going to know when to get out or not get out. In addition to the technical skills you have in terms of show business and the business side, what personal characteristics or traits do you feel have helped you get to where you are? I'm, I'm, uh, I, my parents raised me in a way that you say please and thank you and you appreciate stuff. And if you know, I uh, grew up in sports and I got cut from hockey teams and the approach was never like, you know, to get angry at the coach. It was like, okay, well, you know, it's, you know, it's just to try to move on from things and try not to burn bridges. Go back to that. It's really just, and there's a lot of jealousy in this industry and sometimes that comes with being successful. So I really just try to be raised, do what my parents values, have principles, values, and be honest and trustworthy and as best I can and live by that. And I was very fortunate that my parents raised us that way. Well, congratulations on hosting the show tonight. I know you got to get backstage and so do I. I have the pleasure of yeah, introducing God, you. you. Yeah. Great. Thanks, guys. All right, Fred. Next up, we have Don Carmody. Don is a producer, co-producer, executive producer of about two dozen films, including the classic Porky's, Meatballs, and, of course, Chicago. With a track record like yours, knowing then what you know now, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Really pay attention to story. I lecture at the Canadian Film Centre and uh, I open up my website to film students. And I always tell them, I say, if you want to be a producer, you have to understand what a producer does. A producer finds talent and supports talent. So if you're a film student, then look around at your other students. You know, who's smart? Who's good? Who's, you know... Who's really going to, you think, is going to go somewhere? Well, you go and you help that guy achieve something, and you go with him. So, you know, look around and do that. And then the other thing is take advantage of the new technology. When I was starting out, to make a feature film was hundreds of thousands of dollars at the best. Now, with the technology, anybody can make a feature film with their telephone. Take advantage of that, but never forget that it's all about the story. You've got to have something interesting to tell. Now, there's the production technology. What about the distribution technology as well? Because folks can go ahead and, and distribute on YouTube and, and other media. Oh, absolutely. We're actually looking at potentially doing a YouTube channel. To We have a, a project that can be produced for a small enough budget. We've talked to a number of... Uh, of broadcasters and distributors and they're all like well you know we're not sure and we're saying you know what this we know this is a winner why don't we just make the damn thing and put it up on YouTube and let the audience find it we're thinking of doing that ourselves might take you less time to actually produce it than to actually keep pitching it <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's true and so in addition to the technical skills that a guy like you accumulates over the years what are some of the character traits or softer skills that in fact have contributed to your success patience <laughs> Dealing with actors. Yeah, I, I was a very different producer until I had children. 
Once I had children, I went, oh, I get it now. They're just like big children. Okay. So I learned how to uh, really handle actors and to a lesser extent directors once I uh, had that patience of being a parent. <laughs> Is there a respectable living to be made in this business? Well, I, you know, I consider myself fairly respectable. The tax man certainly does. I get taxed in two countries. So, look, uh, you can make uh, a decent living. You can make an amazing living, you know, and, and if you're not very good, then you don't make a living, so you do something else. But that's really how it is. Love the point you were making about helping somebody else in yeah. their success and, in fact, staying in touch with your classmates because even if you are in a class of a bunch of other actors, someday the guy next to you may not be an actor, but he may be looking for an actor and remember your reputation for reliability. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's also the old adage, be nice to people on the way up because you may want them being nice to you on the way down. Thanks very much, Mr. Carmody. Fred, next up we have Louise Lynch and David Barnes from the critically acclaimed UK film Sleeping Lions. So if I was giving advice to my 20-year-old self, I would be grateful for all the platforms there are out there and the accessible technology that allows me to turn my creative ideas into reality and to share them with other people. And that's probably the best thing I would advise is to get your ideas out there, make mistakes, don't be afraid to make mistakes at this age. That's how you learn and improve. Also, people don't know about you if you don't share. So put things out and expect criticism and treat it as a way to improve yourself and improve your ideas and your work. And also, the more you do it, the better you get. Just keep creating. Now, you are award winners here at Banff. Tell us about your project. Our project's called Sleeping Lions. It's a short drama aimed at 12 to 15 year olds and it deals with the subject of child sexual abuse. So it's quite a difficult subject. And um, it was commissioned by BBC Learning in the UK and um, it's used in schools so teachers can show it to the kids and then they can have a discussion about the subject and how it impacts on people and just to raise awareness generally. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Now, Fred, next up we have Matthew Rodriguez. Matthew is the host and producer of Pop Sugar. Now, Pop Sugar has some of the most informative and entertaining content on national TV and the web with over 172 million viewers every month. We have a podcast for young people who want to be Matthew Rodriguez, talking to kids 14 to 40 who want to get into the media industry. And I'm wondering if you knew then what you know now, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Well, I'd tell him to do what I did, is just don't give up. Do not, I, I know person after person says that, but don't give up means doing whatever it takes to get where you want to go. And I'm still doing that. I mean, I am no by no means done with my career or where I want to be, but I am happy with the progress that I've made. I'm so happy that I just never let anybody tell me no. If I heard the word no, but I didn't really hear it. You know what I'm saying? I just kept going. You gotta be willing to do what you love for free, and that's what I did in the beginning. You know, And then you get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna do this for free anymore, but you gotta pay me just a little bit of money. And then you get to the point where it's like, okay, no, now I'm not doing it for a little bit of money. Let's get a little more money. And, and it's not about money, but it's just about earning respect and finding yourself within the business. There is the misimpression that this is a business where you're either going to be a starving artist or you're going to be a superstar. There's nothing in between. 
What do you have to say about that? That's not true because I'm very much in between. I'm certainly not Oprah Winfrey, but I'm not starving in any way. And that's something that people don't know. And that's okay. It's okay to not be a superstar. It's okay to love your job, be successful, but you don't have to be on the cover of every magazine. Live your life like you want to live and the rest will all follow. And it has, in fact, taken you all around the world, Matthew. Yes. yes. It's, I've been so blessed. I, I was just in Hawaii two weeks ago and I was pinching myself with... Gosh, I am on the coast of Nepal, uh, the Nepali coast, and I am getting paid to be here and film something and do what I love. That is a true blessing, and I don't take that for granted in any way. And I hope I continue to take those kind of adventures. It's a real gift, and if anyone gets to do it, they are so lucky. Well, if anybody deserves it, it's you. Thank you very much for Thank sharing. Thank you very some much. Time. Thank you for sharing your amazing voice. I feel like I am amongst royalty here. All right, Matthew, thank you for that. Have a great evening. Now, Fred, next up we have Russell Peters, world-famous comedian and star of the animated film Jungle Book. We're doing a podcast, an audio podcast called Monetizing Your Creativity for Young People Around the World Trying to Get Into the Media Business. Many of the listeners wish they were like Russell Peters, if not Russell Peters himself. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you give yourself at 20 about getting ahead in the media industry or comedy specifically? I got to be honest, I'm very happy with all the things that happened to me along the way. And, you know, some were good, some were bad, and some were disheartening. But I think the whole process, if you try to shorten it or circumvent anything, it does you a disservice. You know, I'm 27 years in the game now. And I always find the longer I wait for something to happen, it's that much better when it happens because you're that much more ready. There's no finish line in this entertainment business unless you're a model or something, and then you, know, you can see where the end is and you'll panic. But as a comic, there's no finish line. Bob Newhart and Don Rickles, they're, they're well into their 80s and they still perform. There's no finish line and there's no, you know, you may have certain private goals in your mind that you want to achieve, but... I never, I mean, obviously, subconsciously, I would always, man, I wonder what it would be like to play an arena. But in my head, I would also be like, well, that's never going to happen, so get that thought out. And then it happened, and, uh, and I loved it. <laughs> but you had about 15 years of grinding before you... Uh... Uh, before I did my first arena, 18 years. Now, you are world famous as a comedian. I know a lot of our young comedians are listening to this, and they're wondering... What's funny, Russell? What's funny is honesty. The more honest you are up there, the more it makes it about you. And when it's about you, nobody can steal that. Tell us about the new series. The Indian Detective, it's, uh, we start shooting it in um, October, November, December. South Africa, India, and Toronto. And I'm very excited about it. For the most part, it's a cop show, and then I bring some humor to it. It's not an all-out, everything you say is going to be funny, but there are going to be some very funny moments. So we're going to get a glimpse of your acting chops as well. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm really going to be working on that. So I want to make sure I do a good job. I don't want it to just be like, Oh, look, there's Russell Peters. He put on some sort of cop uniform. Ha ha. You know, I want it to be believable. Fantastic. Final words of advice for our listeners who really want to understand what it takes to make it in the entertainment business. I always relate everything to boxing. You know, some guys are really hungry for that title. And they train, train, train until they get that title shot. Then they win the title. And then they lose the title in their first defense because they somehow took their foot off the gas. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, there's no room to take your foot off the gas because there's always a guy training just as hard as you were who's ready to take that from you. So stay focused and stay committed and don't do anything for money. Do it because you feel you cannot do anything other than that. Thanks, Russell. And of course, congratulations on the award that you're going to be receiving this evening. 
Now, Fred, our final guest on the red carpet tonight is LeVar Burton, star of the classic miniseries Roots, and of course, Star Trek The Next Generation. Welcome, Mr. LeVar Burton, to Monetizing Your Creativity. This is an audio podcast encouraging young people to pursue their passion in the creative arts and find a way of making a decent living while doing so. And I can't think of a better example, sir, than you. Tell us, in all your years, knowing now what you uh, didn't know then, what advice would you give your 19-year-old self before you stepped on the set of Roots? Wow, that's a great question, Fred. I would want to let him know that it's going to be all right, that things will work out. Youth comes with an awful lot of anxiety. What's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month, next year? I think the 40 years of experience that I've had in this business has informed me that things generally do work out for the best and that all of the anxiety and the sturm und drang doesn't make things happen any quicker or the results any more satisfying. So just relax and enjoy the ride. Are you telling us that uh, it's all unfolding the way it ought? It always does, that life is an ever-ending unfoldment of exactly what is supposed to happen for each and every one of us. Once we identify what our passion is, what our gift is, I believe that every single one of us has a unique gift that we've come to give to the world. Once you discover what that is and pursue it with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul, the universe responds to that kind of alignment and commitment. And so just go with what feels true. LaVar, you're here this evening accepting the Diversity Award. What thoughts do you have for youth around the world of various diverse backgrounds as they explore a possible career with their creative talents? Your story matters. And you are a storyteller, and the world needs to know your story. Your contribution is important, essential, and sorely needed. So have the courage to get out there and share your talent with the world. What keeps you going when you may not feel like going that day? Yeah, that's a great question, Fred. Knowing that I'm here for a reason, that I'm here for a reason, and that as long as I'm able physically, mentally, and spiritually to be in the game, right? All I want is to be in the game. Just give me an opportunity to be in the game. There are always going to be days when you don't feel like getting out of bed, but having the discipline and the confidence that what you're doing matters certainly mitigates that. What would you say to the youth out there? You know, some of them are being told you can't earn a living with your creative talents. Not everybody's going to earn a living doing this. And whenever possible, I try and convince kids that want to get into this business, I do my best to convince them otherwise. If there is something else that you feel like you can do, please go and do that thing. But yet, if you do have the passion? If I cannot convince you, then this is genuinely for you. And if that is the case, then trust, relax, trust. Life is like a controlled fall. Right? Put one foot in front of the other. The next step will always reveal itself. It is not necessary to know the end of the journey. Focus on the step that's right in front of you. The next step will always reveal itself. Life, like walking, is a controlled fall. 
I want to take this opportunity to thank you for the work you've done in terms of literacy around the world. And I'm happy that your job is not done yet because you're a great teacher and a great role model. Thank you for the work you do in that field as well. Thanks, Mr. Keating. I appreciate you. I had a mother that read to me as well. Not only read to me, she read in front of me. And that was a really important piece of modeling. I believe that we need to read in front of our kids as well as to them. We need to show them how important the written word is in our lives. And that's the way they get the message. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.